definitely. I've been wanting to race World Cups for a long time. So yeah, looking at different ways to get there. And it's definitely a little difficult in, I guess, mostly the TC area to even find teams to help you get to UCI races. Um, so yeah, having a team like this that's focused on that and we all kind of have the same goals and maybe some of us have you know, other disciplines we enjoy too, but we're mostly going to be mountain biking and trying to get to these UCI races to get points um, will be super helpful because yeah, it's, it's hard to know where to go from, I guess, this point, you know, you're like, well, how do I get to that spot? I want to do this, but I just don't know how to get there. Um, so I think that's definitely what we want this team to help with and be able to get riders to where they want to be. KOM Cycling and Michigan Midpack Media, welcome to the Dirty Chain Podcast, the podcast that covers the cycling scene from the viewpoint of the Michigan Midpack. I am your host, Trevor. And on this episode, I talk with Emma Schwab and Justin Morris about the Great Lakes Off Road Racing Initiative, or Glory, a brand new development mountain bike racing team out of Traverse City, Michigan, making its debut this 2023 season. Before we get to that conversation, of course, a happy new year to everyone. Um, I realize we are a few weeks into the new year already. And if you're like me, you've already broken all your resolutions. Um, But yes, happy new year. And uh, I'm excited to be back on the podcast talking with you all. And um, yeah, I took a little bit of a break at the end of last year, but um, excited to hit it hard, uh, not only with the podcast, but also with the, uh, the the cycling and racing this season. And uh, speaking of new seasons, uh, hard to believe that the uh, the season is, is right around the corner. I mean, it seems like racing has already even started. There's been a little bit of fat biking, even though there's zero snow in Michigan. But um, yeah, fat biking season is here. And before we know it, there'll be some gravel races and mountain bike races. Um, I'm still not quite sure what my final schedule for 2023 will be. I know I have a a few on the horizon that um, I'll be talking about in future episodes, but I'm so excited for this season to get after it and I'm excited to see you all at different races as well. Um, so I think it was during the Iceman Expo that um, I met Justin Morris and uh, actually Garrett Jenema came up to me and Justin as well and they told me about the new a uh, racing team out of Traverse City called Glory and um and it was pretty intriguing to me and pretty exciting um first off because of the level and caliber of riders that um are on the team all young riders but um definitely some of the strongest in the state um as i mentioned Garrett and Kyan Olshov, Max Meyer, 
Drew Cummins and also Emma Schwab, who I got to talk to for this episode, as well as coach and director Justin Morris. Um, and um, yeah, I've been thinking about it for the last uh, few weeks and months and thinking that this would be a great story and a great conversation to have to get to know more about the team itself, their goals, what they're looking to accomplish as a team, and also get to know more about the people behind the team itself. Um, I don't really know Emma very well, but I thought this would be a great opportunity to get to know her better and her um, background as a cyclist. And, uh, and yeah, and, and Justin also joined us as well as the team manager. And it was cool to hear his story and motivation to wanting to um, support these young riders and start this team. So I'm super excited to see how they do this year. And I'm really excited for you all to hear their story and follow them along this year as well. So let's get right to it. Emma Schwab and Justin Morris from Glory Racing Team out of Traverse City, Michigan. You're about to go on holiday, right? Or are you just going to visit family? Well, yeah, it's kind of holiday, kind of both, yeah. But my family's all back home in Australia. So, yeah, we're going back to visit family and do some work because most of half of my business is in, in Australia. So go and visit my clients there, show uh, my rest of my family, our new baby. So that's the main purpose. And oh, wow. Enjoy some weather that's half decent. Well, it's summer, right? down there yeah right yeah now? middle of summer it's like 90 degrees it's sunny every day down at the beach the yeah, tour down so. under doesn't that start here soon or yeah uh yesterday yesterday yeah and i know the yeah, um australian open also just started too i'm a big tennis fan so yeah yeah um i always like the uh january because you know it seems like there's like a big lull in a lot of sports but then you, i can always uh rely on some cool stuff coming out of Australia because it's summer, of course. But yeah, it's um, it's the peak time down there. If you're into tennis, cricket, uh, cycling, then yeah, you just have to adjust your body to some strange time zones if you want to watch it live. So. I can't say I know or care too much about cricket, but for the rest of the sports, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think for it's sure. Version of baseball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, well, fantastic. Um, I, uh, I'm glad that both of you had time to, to sit down and chat about the new team. I think we can just jump right into it if, if you both are good with that. Um, I thought this would be a, a cool opportunity for um, myself and the listeners to hear more about Great Lake. Great. I, I knew I was going to screw this up. Great Lake. <laughs> Great Lakes Off Road Racing. Initiative. Initiative. I thought of yeah. <laughs> Glory. Great Lakes Off-Road Initiative. So then you can just say Glory. The acronym makes it a bit yeah. easier. Yeah, I thought for, but I had to, I had to at least try that to, to introduce it um, in the first place, but Great Lakes Off-Road Initiative. It's yeah. a mouthful. And yeah. uh, no, it's great. And Glory is a, is a, is, is a perfect um, way to uh, refer to it as, um, but yes, I wanted to know more about the team, but then also get to know 
oh man, I knew my dog was going to start barking right away. Um, <laughs> get to know the two of you a little better. Um, so before we actually dive into the team, the new team and all the ins and outs of that, can we um, kind of get a little introduction and get to know both of you? Now I'm here with Justin and also Emma. Um, so Emma, why don't we start with you, um, one of the athletes? Can you Kind of introduce yourself and how you got involved in this team. And before you do, I'm going to step away and grab my dog and make sure he doesn't bark through this entire interview. So maybe it gives you a second to think about what you're going to say. This is not going to happen the whole time, I promise you. Um, Give me two seconds. What's his or her name? His name is Buckley. Buckley. And he just... I don't know. He just barks too much. <laughs> he's the worst dog to have if you try to do a podcast. That's for sure. Yeah, he's an exceptional. And and, he, and he'll like he'll just kind of roam around as I'm trying to record, and we have like hard floors, so it's just like yeah. nails on the floor. He's like, <laughs> but, <laughs> well, like, I got a baby at home, and that's part of the reason why we're here at Emma's house. Is my house is got, and that's um, yeah. I feel your pain. The baby's pain. <laughs> and you do you do a podcast too, Justin? Don't you? Yeah, yep. Yeah. Mind Matters Athlete Coaching, which is my coaching company. Okay. And it's been, I've been doing it for a couple of years now. I'm not as quite professional or as regular with it as, as yourself, but um, I've had a few good, good episodes. Yeah. It's been, been awesome. Yeah. Great. Okay. Hopefully the dog is uh, situated. So, Emma, um, tell us a little bit about yourself and, um, how you got into, I guess, racing bikes, and then how you got involved in in the Glory and Glory team. Yeah, so when I was younger, um, I guess I used to cross-country ski a lot. Ever since I could walk, I've been on cross-country skis. There's pictures of me with a pacifier in my mouth, wearing a full onesie out there skiing. <laughs> so my family's always been into a lot of sports. My sister actually got into biking first, and I actually hated it when I was younger. I was not good. My family did not think I was going to be a cyclist because I'd always crash and I just didn't like it. But for some reason over time, I just started liking it more and I liked the technical like parts of it. So I went to nationals in West Virginia. I think it was 2016 the first time. And that was kind of a shock to cycling. I did not know that everything could be that technical because I'm used to Michigan riding. It's just sand and flowy single tracks and stuff. So at first it was kind of terrifying, but then it was like rewarding because, you know, I like technical stuff and then being able to do it was like, I don't know, felt like kind of my thing, I guess, after that. So I got into it more, started training more. Um, And then I went to college and raced for a team for a little while, but then COVID hit. So I stopped racing for them and then kind of was trying to decide what I wanted to do. Um, And then this year I did racing more. I actually got coaching from Justin, which helped a ton and then really got me back into it a lot. Um, and then creating this glory team is super exciting because all these people on the team I've known for years, I've been racing with them and riding with them for years. I mean, Gary, I've known since I was like 15 and then some of the others since I was like 16. So it's like exciting to be on a team with like all my closest friends and like, and seeing them go far with their sport too. It's just exciting to be a part of it. Um, Yeah, Yeah. Fantastic. Um, so what, you're in the Traverse City area. Did you grow up in Traverse City or like in that area? Yeah, I grew up. I've been here ever since I was born. So, yep, I've been riding just these trails um, close to Kalkaska. So I ride Iceman a lot. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that totally makes sense. Like uh, 
a uh, uh, like beginning with like Nordic skiing and that sort of scene, and then moving toward um, cycling. That it, it's kind of a uh, yeah, that just like makes sense that transition a little bit. And you did mention going to nationals, um, and it sounds like you did that in high school. Yeah, when I was, I think my first year, I was like 15, 16. That was my age group. So yeah, I kind of saw a friend do it that was from Grand Rapids area. Um, I saw she went to, I think, California. And then I was like, oh, why don't I do that? Because I hadn't really heard about it until I saw her do it. So yeah, I was excited to go there. And West Virginia is kind of snowshoes in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. So when you get there, you're like on top of a mountain. And we went and rode the course. And I was like, oh, my goodness, I have to ride this stuff. Like, <laughs> I what's usually the, walk over rocks. What's yeah? What is the? Uh, is it like an XCO style, or what did they actually call it? Like what event? I guess it's like mountain bike. It's not just mountain bike nationals. Is it something? Does it have like a some it other bike nationals? Okay. So it would be yeah. It's cross country style races. So I did a cross country race, and then I did a short track race. Okay. Um, and they every year I think they switch which ones first. Um, but yeah, there's only two races. And it's so it's kind of similar to like a World Cup race. Yeah, I feel like the laps are usually a little longer than World Cup laps, but yeah, it's similar to that. And there's a lot of really good riders there. It's always surprising how many people I, are in your age group. I'm always blown away when I watch any sort of like World Cup course or XCO style course. Um, I'm like, this is cross country. I mean, this is some gnarly stuff. I mean, and, and like, yeah, like being used to riding. Iceman, you know, it's, it's a totally different situation. Um, and so, yeah, I mean the, the amount of handling and how, how good your skills have to be on the, on that side of things. It's, uh, yeah, it's beyond me. And I, I, I can't believe, um, I'm just, yeah, I'm, I'm super impressed with anyone that's, that's racing in that style. And, um, and then you did mention that you, um, you and Justin started working together, um, it was that, that was like in the last year or so, um, in a coaching yeah, athlete kind of in, thing. Yeah. Last July, I think is when I started with okay. him. Cause I was getting into it more. I did some races. I went to my first few UCI races and realized that I needed to do a lot more training to even compete with them. Um, so yeah, having his coaching has, I mean, it's improved me so much. It's made a huge difference. Um, so yeah, right before order shore, I got a lot of coaching and I saw a huge difference just from the few races before that to order shore. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's so exciting. I'm excited for this, this season. Have you, did you work with a coach in the past or just kind of did things by feel? My first coach was when I was in college, which was a little different because he was like mm -hmm. just the team coach. Sure. Um, so he was coaching a few people and it was just a busy season. Um, I had a coach for a little while, I think in the winter of 2020 but then ended up kind of too busy with work and didn't do as much training and racing um but i think finding the right coach makes a huge difference too and yeah, this definitely. is just been perfect <laughs> um how is it to have a coach local because i don't think that happens that often it yeah that's the best part yeah when i was in college since that was good too since he could see me racing um even though that was kind of different coaching since he was coaching all of us in a way but yeah having a local coach makes a huge difference cuz being able to ride with them and them actually seeing you ride and your strengths and what you need to work on i mean i think it's super beneficial it's amazing <laughs> yeah there, it it might be a little easier to to uh, ghost your coach um when they live across the country than like yeah, yeah. if you run into them at Tom's or something at the grocery yeah. store, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, 
Cool. Like Emma, I don't think we we haven't officially met, but I do have a funny story. Um, Ordashore last year. Um, it was after Ordashore, and my wife and I were at Downwind uh, Sports, I believe. Is the, yeah. yeah. And um, we're just there, you know, looking around and everything. And a family comes in and someone's looking at a bike. And so, and, and we put two and two together that it was you the day after you won or to shore. And uh, I believe you bought a new bike, correct? I did. I bought a trail bike, actually, because I've been looking for the specific trail bike for a long time, and most people didn't carry them. It's a giant trance. I actually have it down here right now. Nice. It in, it's so nice. Yeah. yeah. I've been looking for one for a while, so we just kind of stopped in to see what they had, and they actually had one on display. So I rode it around, and I fell in love with it. I had to get it. I wanted one so bad. So, yeah. That's, that's such a cool story of, like, going up there smashing the race and winning and then be like huh, i'm gonna buy a new bike now <laughs> i didn't expect any of that to happen so that was like an amazing weekend very unbelievable to me that's so cool now. have you done order shore before was that your first time i had done order shore before but i'd only done the soft rock so the 28 mile one uh -huh. um i think i'd done that like three times i had done it when i was really really little um but i don't remember it because i did just the kids race but yeah, and then I skipped a few years, and that was my first time doing the longer 48-mile race. And I really love that course. That one's really fun. And it was perfect conditions. <laughs> it, it, well, yeah, it was. And um, that was the first time I had done it. And that's like the right amount of gnarly mountain bike for me. You know, like, <laughs> there, I know there's some more, um, there's some other races up there in the Marquette area that, uh, you know, are, are much more technical. But uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed it kind of reminds me of just like a longer Iceman, like the UP Iceman or something. It's just, you know, as a, as like a gravel rider, it's perfect for me because you can, you know, have like a, a good steady cadence and just kind of go. But um, anyways, that aside, um, that was just a cool, a, a cool way to be introduced to you. Um, I don't think I knew much about you before that. And I'm like, man, she's local. I got, I got to look into her and see, see what's going on. So that's, that's very cool. Um, Justin, let's, uh, I'm I'm interested to to hear about your story here with the not only with Glory but um not I mean you're in the Traverse City area of course as a coach and now as a I guess as a what would you call it as the team director um tell us about tell us about like you more so as an athlete and as a coach and then how that progressed into being uh into starting Glory yeah, cool, Trevor. Well, it's been a while I've been getting on now, so it's the cycling journey for myself started back in 1999, and actually it was XCO racing that first sparked my imagination and sparked my interest in cycling in general, which is funnily enough what Glory is now focusing on this year. Yeah. There was a World Cup, an XCO World Cup that came to my hometown. I'm not from Traverse City, you can probably <laughs> tell. I'm from Sydney, Australia, and we had a World Cup there, which was a warm-up event for the Olympic Games, and uh, my dad and I went to watch the race, and I just remember thinking, hey, this is so cool. I want to do this one day, uh, and watching those pros ride around the, the course there and seeing the technical features, and yeah, anyway, I went from there and got myself uh, a $500 mountain bike, just a basic one, and worked at KFC to pay for it for many years, and <laughs> And there, uh, started racing. There's yeah. KFC in Australia. That's yeah. We got KFC. We got McDonald's. We got yeah. We got everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
It's uh, yes, yeah, so that's how my cycling life, my my inspiration for cycling started was was from XCL racing, and I kept at it for many years. I live with type one diabetes, which is probably what makes my story a little more complicated than most uh, professional athletes. But so I was kind of dealing with that while starting to be an athlete, and it took about ten years until I got to fulfill my dream that I set for myself when I after I'd watched that World Cup mountain bike race and I got to sign sign a professional contract as a as a bike rider and that was in 2009 but I'd switched to road at that point so I was now a roadie uh, and I did that for five years I raced uh, for a team it still exists called Team Novo Nordisk I mm-hmm. did that for, for five years raced for them it was called something different at the, at the time but now they still get around so yeah, I got a lot of experience from road racing and uh, and before that mountain biking. And then after I finished road racing, I kind of got caught up in all the politics of the sport. And uh, I was getting, you know, a bit bummed by the the negative aspects in road cycling. I mean, there's lots of positive aspects of it. And, uh, with the benefit of hindsight, I'm more aware of them now than I was when I was in the thick of it. But uh yeah, coming out of that, I was just kind of a bit jaded by road cycling. So I wanted to get back into mountain biking and I kept went back to mountain bike racing, but more specifically marathon mountain bike racing. And I've been doing that ever since I stopped being a professional. So that was 2015. And yeah, got to do some awesome races all around the world and with the, with my mountain bike teams called marathonmtb.com. Uh, and yeah, it's been really cool. It's just kind of kept my inspiration for the sport really strong i'm still motivated and still driven to keep riding i did a fat bike race here on on the weekend in boyne that was cool oh yeah and uh yeah since i I, like i've always been in the bike industry when i was a kid working in bike stores being a bike mechanic i still do a bit of that now as well actually uh but after i stopped being professional rider i started to work for some teams i helped develop two road teams in australia and I kind of put them together. One of them still going. Another one ran for 14 years uh, doing the domestic series in Australia. And I helped manage a development team for Team Novo Nordisk, my former pro team, uh, helped them, the development team, do some racing in Oceania and Asia uh, for one season, which was really cool. So so I got these, these skills together and then I moved into coaching probably in the last five, six years and then moving here and meeting these riders that was kind of when this idea for glory came about was i i get to know the riders as their coach and they're awesome athletes and i really appreciate working with them and seeing them excel but you get to know their dreams as a coach you you know a big part of coaching i believe is helping an athlete with goal setting and you hear their goals i'm like wow this is awesome you know these riders they want to do world cups they want to race the world titles they want to you know go professional um having been in the game a while i kind of know what's required to get there and it, when i hear these dreams and then i look at what's available for a young cyclist in this part of the country i kind of like wow there's there's something missing there's a couple of rungs missing in the ladder here to be able to get to that level and i there is some support don't get me wrong uh but the the real kind of crucial steps, which it means getting to UCI races, getting international ranking points, things like that. There's not much facility to make that happen for riders from this part of Michigan or this part of the USA. Um, so yeah, I thought, well, I've got the skills and know how to develop a team. I've done it before. I can 
I, there's heaps of support for these riders here. They're popular young people, as you can probably tell from Chantuema. She's awesome. And the other riders, Kine and Garrett and Max and Drew, they're, they're popular people here in town. And there's lots of support from local businesses to see them go far. So we kind of started the program and, and it's been going, well, you know, we haven't done our first race yet, but the, the team's officially launched now and, uh, and we've got the money in the bank and ready to get them to, some of these UCI races this year. So That's, yeah, it's exciting times. It's all beginning, but good times ahead. Yeah, absolutely. And it seems like, yeah, you and your experience um, seem to be the right person to kind of help uh, get this started and off the ground. I'm, I'm a little curious and uh, I, I, I guess I, I asked this to both of you. Um, well, well, first question is, it, would you consider this to be a, developmental or a development team or i i don't mean that in a in a negative way or but i'm just i it's all of you are young riders and it's uh and you're all very uh accomplished riders already in in your own right so is would you consider this a development team or are you looking at it at, at in a different way yeah 100 percent a development team okay i mean i mean as far as I'm concerned. I mean, this is no one's making money out of this. This is just a kind of a community-led, uh, uh, you know, volunteer-type organization to try and see these these riders do well. Uh, and I think the aim of this is to get the riders to a level where they're comfortable racing at a professional or UCI level, where they can maybe get noticed by a professional team and get them onto a, a bigger and better program from what glory can offer so it's like a, a stepping stone i suppose like a a rung in the ladder so yeah. to speak yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah. so definitely a development team is just creating opportunities for for local riders yeah uh, and i and i'm wondering where for for all of the athletes or um i guess glory as a whole like where was the focus on mountain biking um it was that always at the beginning like we want to start a mountain bike team. Um, I, I ask this because I'm a little outside of that genre of cycling, um, but I don't see a lot of just pure mountain bike teams getting started, especially in this area. I mean, a while ago it used to be road and now it's kind of like gravel and whether or not those are teams or not. But um, yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm interested in, and I think that's what makes this really exciting and interesting is the fact that the focus is mountain biking. So, um, I mean, Emma, it sounds like your um, experience is mostly mountain biking, and it sounds like that's your, uh, uh, not only focus, but like where you want to, your goals are in the mountain biking side of things, correct? Yeah, definitely. I've been wanting to race World Cups for a long time. So yeah, looking at different ways to get there. And it's definitely a little difficult in, I guess, mostly the TC area to even find teams to help you get to UCI races. Um, so yeah, having a team like this that's focused on that, and we all kind of have the same goals. And maybe some of us have, you know, other disciplines we enjoy too, but we're mostly going to be mountain biking and trying to get to these UCI races to get points um, will be super helpful because yeah, it's it's hard to know where to go from, I guess, this point, you know, you're like, well, how do I get to that spot? I want to do this, but I just don't know how to get there. Um, so I think that's definitely what we want this team to help with and be able to get riders to where they want to be. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I think you touched on something there that 
mountain biking, there is a bit of a gap in the market as far as teams and um, development programs exist for that exist for specifically cross-country mountain biking. There is some, don't get me wrong, and I think there's quite a bit of support if if these riders were to be in Boulder, Colorado or somewhere in California. Or I know there's some good teams, but just up here for these guys to ride together. And mountain biking is huge in Traverse City. I mean, you've been here, you've seen how big the Iceman is, the trails are awesome, and there's a legit pathway to be a professional. So if you want to be a professional bike rider, you know, the UCI disciplines are kind of where you got to sharpen your focus towards and XCL racing, you know, it's been around since the early nineties. It's an Olympic sport. There's a legit pathway to be a professional in XCL racing. Whereas, you know, I mean, gravel's on the rise, don't get me wrong, but it's kind of more suited to privateer type, uh, type athletes, uh, and road racing, which is where most of my background's in. I mean, it's awesome, and there's definite pathway to become a professional there. But in this part of Michigan, there's just there's no road races to do. There's there's very little development to happen. Um, yeah, you kind of got to be driving down to to where you are, at Grand Rapids or Ann Arbor or something, a couple of times a week to be able to to get the runs on the board to be a to be a road racer. So, and at the end of the day, it, whatever sport you choose you got to love it if you want to go far with it. And these riders, they love mountain biking. So, yeah, puts a smile on your doll. You're going to be motivated to keep pursuing it. I, even before the announcement of this team, um, I think it's it's pretty evident the amount of talent coming out of the Traverse City area, um, young talent especially. And it just seems like there's always really talented riders um, Emma, do you think that growing up in that area kind of helped foster um, not only a love for the sport, but just, I mean, it is an environment and it's a special environment, I think. Um, and of course, like any community you go to, wherever you live, you will find cyclists. But then there's, there's a difference between a community that just embraces it and, and pushes it heavily, like Traverse City area does. Um, do you do you think about that? About how that was a huge benefit in growing up, and how that helped you throughout the way? It definitely was. Yeah, just having the right community around you that's excited about the sport and wants to help you and help you grow and and get to where you your dreams are is yeah a huge huge help. And I think a lot of riders around here have these dreams and and they enjoy it, and the community is helping them too. So I think. Even with glory here, I think it'll help it even more. Um, I think we'll, yeah, create an even bigger community in mountain biking and kind of, I guess, expose the different parts of it. Because I guess when I was younger, I didn't even know what World Cup racing was. I didn't, I didn't know that much about it or how to get there. So yeah, just having the people around me that know about it and want to help you and you know show you the path to to where you want to go is a huge help. It's made a huge difference. For sure. Another benefit, I think, of of having a team is getting these riders together, not just to race together, but get them training together, which they already do. I mean, physiologically, huge benefits for training together. You're just going to dig that much deeper and, you know, the speed increases when you're in a group. And uh, psychologically, like mentally, if you're around other people that are strong, you're going to want to, you know, match them, if not beat them, so that you tend to dig a bit deeper. So that's why I think there's... And I probably would put a lot of credit to Larry Warbass. He's a former U.S. national road champion. He's from Traverse City as a bit of a 
a role model or inspiration to prove to the riders from this area, hey, there's awesome training here. And if you train real hard, you'll you'll get to the top level, which he's has proven is, is possible. So I think there's yeah, really good role models here. And the fact that there's some really fast riders, they all ride together, it just keeps keeps producing more and more talent from this uh, part of the world. Yeah, for sure. And it's I'm always blown away. I mean, the, Traverse City is not a big town. I mean, it's 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 a medium sized town, but the amount of talent that comes out of there is is pretty impressive. And I'm sure if you started a team down in the the Detroit area, or Grand Rapids, you probably have numbers to pull some some athletes. But the the fact that you have um, can have so many talented athletes from the Traverse City area, and yeah, like I I absolutely um, think it helps to have the Larry Warboss or like even like the Norte community that kind of fosters the love of cycling from a very young age. Um, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's something special. So I think it's a, it's a natural progression from what's already kind of happening and kind of incubating in that community already to have something now, the next step for young riders that are looking to go beyond the Michigan area and, and expand. Um, yeah, that's it. And it's a, I mean, you you hit the nail on the head there, Trevor. It's uh, the Norte program does amazing work for young kids. So we've got this whole pool of talent that know how to ride. Norte's taught them how to ride their bikes skillfully, how to ride through the woods. And then once they get out of school, they're kind of graduated from the Norte program. But now this is like, you know, the next, the next step. So you're out of school and, you know, you might want to go to college, but you still want to race or something. Then, you know, previously, be like, all right, well, if I want to if I want to keep pursuing my mountain biking as a sport, it's going to be really expensive and quite difficult and and take up a lot of my time to get to and from races. But now I hope Glory can can make that ease that uh, transition a little more and make it a bit more realistic that these young kids can keep going with their passion. Yeah, definitely. You mentioned um, training together. I know it's in the middle of January, but uh, Emma, have you started – seriously training and are you training with some of the other athletes at this moment or you stuck inside on a trainer or how's that how's that working thankfully it's been a weird january without the snow so i've actually been riding outside more often than i usually would any other winter which is a lot better i'm not a fan of the trainer (laughs) it can get really boring so i like riding outside um but actually i'll be going to north carolina in a few weeks and garrett genema is in brevard too um, so I'll be able to train with him and a few other people. So that'll be a huge help. And I'll definitely get lots more miles and hours in down there than the Michigan weather that you don't really know what it's going to be like every day. Um, so yeah, I'm excited to be down there and have more people to train with. Great. Um, and I'm, I'm interested in, uh, in goals then first, first year, first season, um, individual goal goals. So Emma, like, what are your goals for the season? Um, and, um, and I guess schedule too, like what races will you be hitting? And then glory, um, in a bigger picture, uh, what, what's, what's the goals for the team as a, as a whole? Um, so Emma, you want to start with individually, like what you're looking at, um, where you're, where you're going to race. And then like some of the goals you have, uh, for those races. Yeah. So for this year, my first race will actually be in California, Temecula, California. It's a UCI race. Um, and that's, I've never been there before. I've never raced in California. So I'm, I'm really excited for that. That'll be interesting. It's in March. So it's pretty early for most Michigan riders, I guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that'll be my first race. 
in Temecula and then we'll be in Fayetteville, Arkansas again. Um, that's a really technical course and I enjoy it, but it's definitely, it's tough because we're not used to that riding at all. Um, it's just a different, I don't know, it's just very weird compared to Michigan, but exciting. Um, so I'm gonna try to hit as many UCI races as I can. Not all those schedules are out quite yet. Um, and then I want to go to mountain bike nationals, but my main goal is to try to make it into a world cup. So yeah, I just have to collect UCI points and try to place at some of these races and hopefully I can race in the snowshoe world cup and then possibly Canada, but we'll see if I can make it into snowshoe first. Um, but yeah, those are, that's like my main goal for this year. And then of course, Michigan races too, as many of those as I can hit, but if I could make it to a world cup, it'd be amazing. Um, so. snowshoe and uh, you mentioned the Canada. Are those the only two World Cups in North America, or are there, are there others? Those are the only ones, yeah, in North America. Okay. that I'd have to go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it it, it makes it tough, um, especially if you want to go. I'm sure, like, go down the World Cup side of things um, to be uh, based in North America, and that, I think that's why you see so many athletes you know, spending time in Europe or, or whatever, but, but yeah, the, I think that's a great goal. Um, hitting as many, trying to build up on those UCI points, getting used to that style of racing more and that level of competition. And then, um, yeah, trying to get into those world cups. That's fantastic. Um, what about the team as a whole? Um, I'm sure like your individual goals can probably are probably echoed with a lot of the other athletes. Um, but, are there any like larger team goals, Justin, that you might have um, for the year? Well, what Emma mentioned, it, getting qualification for the World Cup in snowshoe, that's kind of first big goal we've set for the first season of the team. If we can get two or three riders, and I'm confident we could even get four of them to qualify for that World Cup, uh, that would be a huge success for our first year. To get entry to World Cup, it won't be like glory riders at the World Cup. I mean, they will be the riders there, but you get selected for the for a national team yep. to race the World Cup, and you get on the national team once you've got a certain amount of UCI points. So, hence the the um, the purpose in going to UCI races earlier in the season this year. But as far as long term is concerned, I think if we can keep it at this kind of level where we can fund a full season of North American UCI races for local riders, then that would be, I think that's awesome. I think a big part of another big thing that separates this team from other development programs is people like Emma, Kai Nolshevi, Garrett Jenema, uh, Max Meyer, uh, Drew Cummins as well. He's at university in Ann Arbor, but he's also going to be doing some races here for us. They've all been intricately involved in the development of the team so they know what's going on it's not just me you know as a team manager you know doing everything and they just have to ride they've been putting the proposals together they've been chatting to the sponsors they know exactly what the budget of the team is they know what money's coming in and going out they know uh you know how much it'll cost to get to certain races they've designed the kit emma's designed the kit they've worked with the different um different types of sponsors we're trying to get on board selecting the bikes and whatnot so the team is bigger than any one person. And I mean, I'm not going to be around forever, but I want Gloria to be around forever. So if there's a there's a group of riders, they're not just riders, they're also learning about bookkeeping, about team management, about sponsorship engagement, things like this. If they can learn those skills along the way, then not only will they keep Glory going, or they'll be have the skills to keep Glory going, 
but they'll also be able to develop some other skills. It will help them in whatever aspect of life they might delve into in the future. Because I know as well as anyone that a bike riding career does not last that long. <laughs> it seems like it's over in a flash the older you get. But yeah, so I, that's, a, I think, a big, a big facet of the glory of the team is the riders are intricately involved in the running of the team. It's not just, you know, staff or a manager or whatever doing everything for them. Yeah. Um, that's great. And, and I know too, as a, I, I don't know anything about being a professional athlete, but what, what I hear from athletes and stories they tell is the more that you know about the business side of things or being able to manage yourself personally helps you as an athlete or can help you as a, as an athlete down the road. So you, not only do you focus on training and, and all of those things, but there's that whole other business side of things that you got to make sure that you're on top of because, um, yeah, that can make, make or break your professional career for sure. Yeah. Um, it's becoming more and more of a factor yeah. in this day and age than it has been in the past. So yeah, good time to be getting on board with those skills. You mentioned um, having some great community support and local support. Um, so first year for Glory, what are some of your main um, sponsors for the team? And yeah, tell us a little bit about, about how that is. Well, our biggest sponsor is Andy Weir from Brick Wheels. So he's the owner of Brick Wheels, and Brick Wheels is the biggest bike store in Traverse City. So they're they're our largest uh, cash sponsor, Great. and they're helping us out with the bikes. So we're going to be riding Cannondale bikes. They should be arriving hopefully in March. You know, we're the, the same pressures that everyone else is sure. under with supply chain issues and not getting hold of the bikes. So, yeah, we're, we're, we've dealt closely with, with Andy at Brick Wheels. He's been super supportive and super generous, not just with sponsoring the team, but with advice on all the different business aspects of, of running the team. Max's service, they uh, service um, all kinds of white goods here in Traverse City. And the owner of that business, Jeff Owens, he's been a big supporter of these riders. He trains with them. I mean, he's super quick himself. Maybe he wants a spot on the team too. But uh, <laughs> he's, been a, he's been a great support. Uh, we've got um, North uh, Bay Produce. They're a local business, but they're quite big. They're international. They uh, develop a lot of blueberries, blackberries, strawberries. So it's an agricultural company. They've supported. They're supporting us this year as well. Uh, Stonehound Brewing, local brewing uh, brewery here in in Acme, Michigan, where we have a lot of our team meetings. They've been helping us out with uh, with good beverages and some uh, and some <laughs> financial support. Plamond on shoes. I mean, we've got a heap. So we've got a whole a bevy of uh, of. Lo they're all local businesses. They're all supporting us um to to get going this year and yeah it's 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 been awesome so far so we're yeah we've got a local chiropractor um they're helping us out with helping the riders out with adjustments and massage and things like that yeah. which helps so. so definitely uh, uh not just a, a couple sponsors but a lot of a lot of support from from many different um interested parties that that want to be a part of this team which is i think is is definitely a uh, uh yeah exciting it's been thing. awesome and it's blown me away i mean in my past as an athlete and working for teams you know i get used to putting these proposals together and sending them out and just constantly getting knocked back but i mean we, i've been blown away of how positive and how supportive a lot of the local businesses and personnel 
have been here in Traverse City for this idea and these riders. Um, yeah, I mean, it speaks volumes as to the type of people these riders are. They're, people want to support them. They want to get behind them. So, yeah, it's it's awesome. Well, it's it's definitely exciting to hear about the team. When I first heard about it, I'm like, oh, yeah, this makes complete sense, um, knowing the riders and the caliber of talent that there were. And it's just, a, yeah, like I said, like a next step um, for, for the athletes, but then for um, – the community, I guess, for the cycling community in the area. Um, and I think it's a great representation um, for Michigan cycling, for Traverse City cycling. Um, so I'm excited to see that like branch out into um, the different areas of the country, into the national scene, maybe even to in the international scene. So uh, very exciting and best of luck to you, Emma, as you race and Justin, best of luck as you try to corral the athletes and <laughs> keep everything, keep everything straight. But, um, I know just the, the traveling and the racing and that there's so many details that go into it. So, um, this was, this was great. Um, I'm not sure if there's anything else that either of you had to say before we wrap this up. No, it's awesome. Go glory. I mean, yeah, the, the riders that, and like I said before, they've done a lot of the work to get this team going to where it is at the moment, and they'll keep it going throughout the year. So, yeah, when you see them out on the road, give them a cheer, say good day, and, well, hello, or whatever <laughs> the American equivalent is. And, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, when we do these races around the country, there'll be people looking. I mean, I know the riders, I know their power numbers. They're, it's good. It's impressive. And there'll be, there'll be spectators going, wow, where's, what's his glory riders? Where are they from? Oh, Traverse City. We better go check it out. So hopefully we get some more people coming up here, maybe to do some riding and maybe even move up here. We'll get even more riders up here. Uh, again, thank you. And again, good luck. Um, Emma, good luck on your training uh, throughout the next few months. And then as you look toward March for your first race, and I will definitely be keeping tabs on the team and, um, and cheering you on from, from here. So thank you again for joining. Good on you. Thank you, Trevor. The Dirty Chain Podcast is a Michigan Midpack Media production in partnership with KOM Cycling, the source for your bike accessories and necessities. Connect with us on Instagram and Facebook at Dirty Chain Podcast. Email dirtychainpodcast at gmail.com. If you are enjoying the podcast episodes, please leave us a rating and review on whatever platform you use to listen. Audio editing and original music by myself, Trevor Gibney. And a huge thank you to Emma Schwab and Justin Morris for sharing more about the Glory Racing Team out of Traverse City. And thank you all for listening to the Dirty Chain Podcast. And as always, keep your chain clean, but get your chain dirty. We will see you in the mid-pack. <laughs>